people talking about the return of the Backyard Brawl tomorrow night at the Peterson Event Center. That's not the Backyard Brawl. It's just a basketball game. The Backyard Brawl is a football game between Pitt and West Virginia. Not a basketball game between Pitt and West Virginia. The Backyard Brawl is a football game. Period. I give credit to both schools for playing a basketball again for the first time since 2012. But football drives the bus. Maybe Pitt still doesn't understand that. In a few years, yeah, we'll have the football game, the backyard brawl. And just as soon as we start to love it, they'll stop playing it. Hey, phony-ass backyard brawl basketball game. Guess what? You just made the list. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad Pitt and West Virginia are playing in basketball. I'm sure it's going to be an entertaining game. I love Bob Huggins. Love that full court press the Mountaineers play. But football is what matters. The backyard brawl is football. Period. The list brought to you by Matt Mertz Plumbing. Count on a name you can trust. By the way, I forgot to give the full Coors Light plug for the Coors Light Cold Hard Facts. Grab $2 Coors Light drafts during all Pens games at 99 Bottles in Carnegie. That's actually a pretty cool place. It used to be a pizza hut. You drive past, it looks like a pizza hut, but it's for booze. Actually, they sell, do they, I haven't been in a pizza hut for so long. Do they sell booze at Pizza Hut? Just beer, maybe? I know you can eat and drink at 99 Bottles of beer on the wall, 99 Bottles of beer. If one of those bottles should happen to fall. You know, when I was a kid, you sing that song? There are two distinct versions, you know. One is 99 bottles of beer on the ball, 99 bottles of beer. If one of those bottles should happen to fall, how many bottles of beer on the wall? The other one is 99 bottles of beer on the wall, 99 bottles of beer. You take one down and pass it around, 99 bottles of beer on the wall. Or 98 at that point. Let's go to Jordan, Murraysville. Jordan, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Yes, Mark Madden. Yes, Jordan. You're big fan. Great. Um, back to, I was just listening to you. Somebody called in and mentioned about Tomlin's job, and just wanted to ask your opinion on, uh, before I get into the Tomlin part, would you arguably say that the talent on the Steelers all around between offense, offensive line, receivers, veteran quarterback, everything is arguably the most talent on a football roster in the NFL uh, for probably around the past, like, four or five years. No, I wouldn't agree with that. New England's better. You know how I know they win more. But because of their natural talent or the coaching? Like Both. That's... Both. Bro, you're, you're, here's what you're trying to do. You're trying to get me to look at roster depth for the Steelers and act like roster depth outdoes Brady and Belichick. It's not just about pure talent. It's about how that talent performs together and about how certain key components, like a Tom Brady, can negate massive amounts of talent on other teams, and the same with Belichick and his coaching. You want me to say that Tomlin's blown it. Tomlin hasn't blown it. Brady and Belichick have taken it away from the Steelers. I can, I can, I can agree with that. I just... Tomlin's the only time he won the Super Bowl. He came in with a roster that wasn't really his. Yeah, and the, well, yeah, yeah, that's a bunch of you know, bro. That just one. bro. That's just horse manure. Okay, whoever is the coach who wins the Super Bowl was the coach who wins the Super Bowl, and he got to another Super Bowl a couple years later. 
I mean, at what no, point does it Aaron start? Rogers, at what point yeah. does it start to be his team? You know when it starts to be his team? The minute he takes it over. The second he takes it over. Let me ask you this: If you get rid of Tom, who do they replace him with? No, that's. I mean, I never even saw Tomlin coming in the first place after Tower. So, I mean, has he done a good job? Yeah, yeah, because his records, bro, 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 bro. You're either a total ass face or a racist. Because if you look at Mike Tomlin's record, it's unbelievable. He just got a good team in an era where there was a great team. He was a great coach, well, very good anyway, in an era with the best coach ever. I mean, what about that? It's hard to understand, brah. No, I, I, I definitely understand that. It's just, I guess, part of being like a hardcore Pittsburgh fan and just seeing the talent we have and just really feeling in certain games we lose, you know, in a last possession game or things like that in the past couple of years. Right, like, like, like this past Monday night. Oh, no, court. wait, they won in the last possession game. Bro, the thing is you have... Yeah, pre- like in Cincinnati, I mean, what is since you know, like you said, Baltimore's yeah, good thing, Robert, good thing they Cincinnati, won, right? No, like bro, 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 seriously, which is it, idiot or racist? Because you're one or the other. Because you just won't take the facts and give Tom one his due. So, idiot or racist, which one? Neither. No, 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 no. From what you've said, it's one or the other. And everybody out there agrees with me except other idiots and racists. So, what are you, an idiot or a racist? I mean, it doesn't make me an idiot to feel that somebody could come in and take the talent on the Steelers and possibly beat Belichick once. Okay, who? Once. Who? He loses every time. Who? I'll, okay, I'll leave it at that. That's let's get back to no, not, let, no, not, not until you answer. I'm not in the NFL. I'm just feel like there might be no something. wonder because you're an idiot or a racist. They don't let somebody you. should have the answer. Is is all I'm. Or like, maybe like there isn't one. Jackass. Goodbye. 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 I mean, Tomlin has flaws. I mean, the way he loses on the road when the Steelers are favored—that's a flaw. But you're not going to get a better coach. You're not. You're just not. Tell me who you can get to come in would be a better coach. God, calls like that just make me want to ah, puke like that, puke. Let's go to Mike in the car. Mike, you're on with Mark. Hi, Mark. I appreciate you taking my call. I've been gone all week, so if you've covered this, I apologize. Your thoughts on whether a targeting rule like they have in college football would benefit the NFL? I just talked about this earlier, but I'll, I'll gladly uh, give you instant replay. Don't you think if they had a targeting rule, which is an automatic flag and ejection, correct, in college? Well, after review, yes. I think in the NFL they would just never call it. They would put the rule in and never call it. They don't want to eject players because they think ejecting players uh, unduly affects the outcome of the game. Case in point, Juju didn't get ejected. Iloka didn't get ejected. Even Gronk didn't get ejected. And Gronk only got a one-game suspension. They don't throw players out because, again, they think it unduly affects the outcome and they don't want to do that. So you feel it's been successful then because it's enforced appropriately in college football? I'll be very blunt. I don't pay close enough attention to college football to know whether or not it is. I don't care. Very good. Okay. I I I don't care if guys get their heads knocked off. I don't care. It's, you know, you want to play, play. If you don't want to play, don't play. As I've often said about football players, and Stag made a great point. Even though Mike Mitchell, you know, talked about how football players want the game to be physical and full contact, it's easy to imagine Mike Mitchell, 10 years after his career's over, joining in a class action lawsuit to get money because the game beat him up. What they say now and what they do then 
with football players, very often two different things. Uh, but uh, I've said repeatedly, I don't care about these guys. If you want to play, play. And, and if you do want me to take care of you after you're done playing, I've said this as well. If you want to play football, and at the end you expect you know somebody to cough money up, I will agree to that if you give me 10% of your money from football while your career is going on, 10% of your fave, 10% of your women. I will help you then after. If I don't get any of that, you're on your own, buy your own cup to drool in, because I don't care. Let's go to Stush. Trying again, Stush. What do you want? Hey, uh, Mark, if you get shit theory injury, that's replaceable right down right after Bellatonic Kevin. I heard yesterday in this practice. Um, I didn't hear him today. You know what his status is? Yeah, he's going to play. Where'd you hear that? I didn't hear that. I heard he was practice yesterday. I didn't hear him. Le'Veon Bell is not on their injury report. No, I'm talking about Medikevich. Oh, Medikevich. Well, I couldn't understand you. Uh, no, Medikevich is out. He's out. Let me ask that's, you why they moved, that's why they moved uh, Art Motes inside, bro. Yeah, I, know, I, didn't, I didn't know if it was official or not. What I wanted to ask you also is, with Hayden being down, as bad as the Steelers' corners are, that Cody Search spot is bad. And Artie Burns is bad, too. Is there no, Artie way? Burns played a lot better against Cincinnati than he had against uh, Green Bay. A lot better. Yeah, well, okay, but I will say well, he's that. a second-year corner. Uh, it's going to take a while until he gets consistent, but he played a lot better, and that's all you can ask, I think. What scares me about Sensabaugh is he's playing flat. I get beat on speed. What scares right. me about his is him is he's not very good. That's why Cam Sutton, who has barely practiced all season dating back to camp, is jumping in there some. Good. All right, thanks. Well, don't forget, I always say, when you replace a guy just because the next guy couldn't possibly be worse, the next guy very often is worse. Oh, the Cardinals just issued a statement that they had a deal with the Marlins in place to get Giancarlo Stant, but Giancarlo Stant would not agree to join the Cardinals. He has a no trade, so he's going to dictate exactly where he goes. Up next, the football picks. We'll keep them quick because they suck. 105.9. It's time for the football picks. Joining me now, he does a terrible job, yet we keep bringing him back. He is Mr. Friday Afternoon. Mr. Friday Afternoon, at the end of the season, I will be posting a Twitter poll asking the fans whether you should be retained or not. And I've been told by upper management, the highest echelon of iHeartMedia, that we must abide by the result of that poll. It will be ironclad. Okay, I'm I'm assuming everybody's going to want me back. Well, I posted a preliminary poll today, uh, which in no way counts, but would you like to hear what the... Uh, results are. Absolutely. Uh, 2,324 people have voted. 58% of the people do not want you back. 42% want you back. Well, the 58% of the people, they're jerks. The 42%, they're fans. Well, keep in mind, this is just kind of a warm-up. Okay. But what about my lock of the year that won last week? Seattle. I told everybody uh, uh, there should be a lot of rich people in Pittsburgh because I told them to bet everything. Well, last week you and I were both one and two, and you did win your lock of the week. But in my eyes, that means absolutely nothing. Uh, you were now uh, eight and seven since I invoked the hot hand clause, and I am nine and six. 
Are you sure? No, but that I think that's what it is. No, that's not what it is. Yeah, it is. By the no, way, you've never, you're not ahead of me. I am ahead. You're not, a, you're not ahead of me. I am ahead of you. No, you're not. Here's something else that can't be a good sign. What? The Magic Eight Ball quit. It refuses to work with you anymore. Well, that's fine. I thought the Magic Eight Ball was kind of a jerk anyway. Well, anyway, last week uh, we were both one and two. Not a good week. Uh, I'm going to give my picks first. Okay. Good. You sound like you're uh, upset or down about something. Is that right? No, I'm just not feeling well today. What's the matter? I'm not feeling well. Well, specifically, what what's the matter? I'm not. Well, the way you feel, if you feel good, okay, I don't feel that way. I don't feel good. Okay, well, anybody else who feels, does your producer feel good? That's none of your business. Well, I don't feel like that, if he feels good. That's how I feel. Well, I mean, do you have a headache? Do you have, like, a fever? No, nah, I just don't feel well. Stomach, upset. Are you sure you're uh, well enough to pick the games? I mean, I'd hate to see your... I'm, well, I'm definitely aware to pick the games, but if, if I do bad, it doesn't count. No, it absolutely counts. Well, but I don't feel well. Here are my picks. I got Baltimore plus five at Pittsburgh, but I think the Steelers win. They just don't cover. I got the Rams at home minus two against Philadelphia. The Rams are good, and Philadelphia's going to keep stumbling. I got the Chargers at home minus six and a half against Washington. I think the Chargers are going to win the AFC West. I got Cleveland plus three. Well, hold on, hold on. It's, this is a big week because, like I said, you're one game behind me since I invoked the hot hand clause. Okay. Well, I got Cleveland plus three and a half. I think they're going to finally win a game. Uh, Josh Gordon coming back is huge. You think they're going to win got... a game? They're actually going to win outright? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I think that's just an idiotic pick. Okay, uh, what does the Magic 8-Ball say? We The Magic 8-Ball quit. Okay. Um, you you, you really think that the Browns are going to beat the Packers? I think Josh Gordon's going to blow up. He might blow out a big plume of smoke from hitting a bong. Well, that's uh, you know that that's a very the guy's trying to get his life back together. That's a bad thing to say. You're right. I apologize. Okay, what's your next pick? Uh, Carolina plus two and a half at home against Minnesota. Do you get high? That's none of your business. Okay, so Carolina, say that again. Carolina plus two and a half at home against Minnesota. Okay. Would you like to talk to your fans? Absolutely. Okay, if you want to talk to Mr. Friday afternoon, dial 412-333-WXDX. If you'd like to vote for him or against him in this preliminary Twitter poll, and like I said, when we have the real poll up at the end of the season, we will be uh, bound to abide by whatever the vote is because it will be ironclad. Upper management here at, at iHeartMedia does not like you. Okay, well, uh, I don't work for them because I don't have a contract. That's true. That's a valid point on your part. But they think your horse is ass. Do you have that in writing? Well, no, but I have the ruling by the uh, appeals court that well, says that's you're a jackass. Because if you have the upper management of a radio station calling me a horse's ass, that's malicious slander. I think I should sue or be given a contract. You know what Al Capone once said? What do you say? Don't sue. They might prove it. Okay. What's, your, what's your third pick? Uh, Pittsburgh. But is it six or five and a half? Uh, the line we've got here is five. Uh, I like Pittsburgh minus five. I don't think I don't. Uh, Jimmy Smith being out is uh, is horrible for uh, for Baltimore against those receivers. Well, but don't forget Juju Smith Schuster's out. Yeah, but the Antonio Brown's playing. That that's who's sort of guarded. Well, yeah, his toes feeling better too. It, did right. your toe bother you? Is that the cause of your malaise? It's none of your business. Now. Um, 
Did you see the hit uh, by Juju Smith-Schuster on Vontez Perfect? Yes, I thought she should, I should, should be suspended forever. Suspended forever? Yes. What about the hit by Iloka on Antonio Brown? Uh, he should be suspended forever, too. What about Gronk? Uh, he should be in jail. Wow, you know what? You're exactly the kind of car- hardcore disciplinarian the NFL needs to clean up, I think. Well, Roger Goodell gets $40 million a year for what I don't know. But I think that, uh, you know, from a disciplinary standpoint, I could do the job for way less than that and get it right. Let me ask you this. How many million would you want to take Roger Goodell's job? And per, per year? Yes. Five. Maybe. Now, the super genius, Mark Madden. Yeah, the intensity and the talents. Hey, what's up, Mark? Big fan. Adults don't want kids to be funny. I'm immature, so I don't count. The X at 105.9. Penguins made a move. It looks like Tom Kuhnhock is going to be out for a bit. He left last night's game against the Islanders, I believe in the second period, with a, uh injury. Dominic Simon has been summoned from uh, Wilkes. It surprises me a bit it's not Josh Archibald because he'd been up here earlier, but uh, Kuhnhockle's the left wing, Simon's the left shot. Probably easier to put him there. He'd been leading Wilkes in assists and points, so you want to reward the guys who are who are doing the most at the minor league level. So good opportunity to get Dominic Simon uh, a game or so. 412-333-9939, the number to call. What are your expectations for the Steelers and Ravens? I think that the Steelers will win or lose the game with how Vince Williams, Art Motes, RJ Fort, LJ Fort, pardon me, cover for the absence of Ryan Shazier, an inside backer. The Ravens throw a lot of balls to their tight end and their backs. Uh, Alex Collins is doing a good job running the ball, 4.9 yards per carry. That's going to target the area where Ryan Shazier usually is. They're going to be missing their biggest playmaker. So they have to do it with fundamentals, get some big stops, and hey, talk all you like about how depleted that Steeler defense is, and it is. But they got stops, four and outs, three and outs rather, on each of the last two possessions that Cincinnati had at Cincinnati Monday with the game on the line. That defense, like the Steelers in general, has a ton of heart. Uh, I don't think they'll beat New England without Shazier. I don't think they would have with him. But I think anybody else, including Baltimore Sunday, is definitely in their price range. 412-333-9930 on the number to call. Oh, the idiot who threw the flag, Kansas City, Marcus Peters, threw the flag in the stands, then just went to the locker room despite not having been ejected. He got fined uh, a little over 24K for non-physical and sportsmanlike conduct against the game official. He, too, was not ejected. He kind of ejected himself for a little bit. And I don't know how you play him this week after he walked off the field. Did Kansas City put him back in after he came back? Uh, no, they did not, it says here. Oh, and he's going to be suspended by the team for this week, I, I see here. So that's the way it should be. I agree with that. Um. Uh, Boy, you talk about your big sporting events uh, on Sunday. We got the Merseyside Derby in uh, English soccer, Liverpool and Everton. 
The stadiums are just a few miles apart in Liverpool. This is at uh, LFC Stadium, Anfield. It's always very intense. Kind of uh, fitting it's the same day as Steelers-Ravens. Liverpool haven't lost a game against Everton since October of 2010. Uh, Seven wins and seven draws since then. That's pretty good. So, come on, you Reds. Uh, Tough anniversary today for Liverpool. John Lennon was shot, the Beatle, I believe 37 years ago today. And uh, I think I found out about John Lennon being shot the same way everybody else did. I was watching Monday Night Football. I got told by Howard Cosell that John Lennon, the Beatle, had been shot. Let's go to Patience in Green Tree. Patience, you're on with Double M. Hey, Patience. I mean, uh, hey, Mark. Um, What's up? Hey, you should have a you should have a weekly segment on Fridays and uh, replace uh, Mr. Pick with Patience Picks next year. No. What else you got? Yeah, I'm pretty good with uh, picks. But uh, this week, uh, do you think they'll let Cam Sutton play more uh, instead of Sensabaugh to ease him into uh, playing against the Patriots? Do you think that's the game plan to get Sutton in there to start? I can tell you what I would do. Right. Okay. I would start Sensabaugh because Cam Sutton has barely practiced this year. Right. I would start That's Sensabaugh, true. but I would have him on a very short leash. If he started okay. to get lit up, I would get uh, Sutton in there. But uh, Sensabaugh, it's tough to bench a guy based on one really bad game. Before that, he had you know earned a Pro Bowl berth, but he'd done you know a bit better. Uh, right. I think it's very encouraging. Artie Burns looked a lot better against Cincinnati than he did Green Bay, didn't he? Yeah, that's what you were saying. He did. Like I said, I didn't hear his name called once for a bad play or a penalty. Well, there were a few times. I remember one in particular where he just stayed with A.J. Green step for step and shoulder to shoulder down the sideline and kind of didn't interfere but kind of didn't give him any place to go to get the ball. And there's a difference. I think with young cornerbacks, Artie Burns, second year, Sean Davis at safety two, second year, you right. have to understand they're going to have bad games and give up occasional big plays. You've got to stick with them because they're the most talented guys you have at those positions, and they're going to come good. You, weren't, you won't hasten their progress by benching them. You've got to let them make mistakes. Young football players make mistakes. Kabish? I agree. Yeah, let them play through it. I agree. All right, Patience. Well, thank you for the call. Let's go to Tom on the south side. Tom, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey, Mark, how you doing? What up? Um, I want I want to comment about John Gruden's commentary for that game. Uh, he calling everything disgusting and deplorable. Does everyone forget that he was the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Warren Sapp and John Lynch? What was wrong with those guys? Uh, dirty players. Uh, they were tough players. I wouldn't call them dirty like perfect. No? No, no, I wouldn't. I, the, the one thing I thought the announcers, and Gruen in particular did, that I didn't like, they martyred Burfecht. They yeah. made it look like he was a victim when Burfecht has made people into victims his entire career. And saying that he would pay for season tickets to watch Burfecht. Well, if he Who would, he the would. dirtiest player. Well, I mean, bro, don't forget, the announcer's not obligated to say what you think he should say. No, I agree. And uh, as I've said many, many times, I don't get upset by what the announcers say. I just don't care at all. Thank you for the call. Here's a quote from Tomlin, by the way, after the game on Monday night for putting in Cam Sutton. Quote, we needed a spark. 
Sutton is a guy that's worked extremely hard and deserving of an opportunity. It wasn't like there was a lot of positive things going on. That's really no slight against Cody. We were just looking for a spark or a combination, unquote. First off, Coach, when you yank a player out and put in a guy who's almost hasn't practiced, it actually is kind of a slight. But it's also what I would have done. Uh, I thought Cody Sensible was really struggling. And again, it's the weakest reason ever to make a change in the lineup. But whoever you put in could not have done worse at that point. But I would go back to Sensabaugh this week. Let's go to Jack and Dormont. Jack, you're on with Double M. I wanted to congratulate you on that hilarious line. I think it was on Stan's show when you were talking about uh, Runyon. <laughs> what about him? What I, I, what I say? Uh, you said, man, he was so such a dirty player. And then he became a congressman. How much more filthy can you get? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, well, that's true, right? I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know what else is weird, too? He's a weird guy. At one point recently, he was driving Uber. Oh, really? <laughs> and he said he drove over to Uber to meet people, which sounds kind of creepy, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Hey, I just wanted to ask you, uh, with Gruden's uh, canonization and beatification of the Thug Perfect, uh, I've, heard it, I've heard it proposed, maybe somebody has said it on your show, that... Uh, he might be interested in the uh, Cincinnati head coaching job, and maybe, maybe that's why he gave the guy a pass. If Gruden would coach again, I think he'd be insane. And if he'd go to Cincinnati to coach that uh, motley crew, I think he'd be crazier still. Why would you want to go coach those guys? Yeah, I don't uh, know. I, I think they are going to fire Marvin Lewis. Yeah. I think you have to after this oh, season because yeah. they're not going to make the playoffs, and he's lost control to an even bigger degree. But I don't know who's going to want to go and coach there. I mean, not exactly a plum job, especially when you have to deal with a Perfect and a Pac-Man and a Joe Mixon. Although, by all accounts, uh, Mixon's off-the-field troubles duly noted. Uh, he, he's actually been a pretty coachable and a pretty good rookie. Yeah, that's good. That's all I got. Maybe they can get Todd Graham. <laughs> he's available. Uh, interesting. Gruden was asked about the Giants' job, and he didn't say that he definitely wouldn't take it. You know, Gruden's one of those guys, I don't think he wants to coach again. I think he likes being asked all the time and it being debated all the time because it keeps his name in the headlines. But I don't think Gruden wants to coach again. 412-333-9939. I'm exhausted. It feels like it's been a tough week. I mean, here we are Friday, and we're still talking about the Steelers and Bengals with the Steelers and Ravens playing uh, Sunday night. And by the way, I hate Sunday night games. I hate Monday night games. I hate the way it skews my preparation for the show, although I'm only doing the show. Well, I'm doing it Monday from here. Then I'm going to Vegas. I'm taking Tuesday and Wednesday off. And I'm going to do uh, Thursday and Friday from Las Vegas Monday as well because I, I, I don't want to talk. I don't want to miss talking about the Patriots game. Then I'll be back and finish the month and be another year older and deeper in debt. Uh, it, it the, the Cincinnati game again, We everybody overreacted, but that's the way the world is now. Not just sports, but the world. Overreaction to everything, and you want fines, suspensions, people thrown out. It just, I don't know. I'll be very blunt. I have never been less comfortable 
with the way the world is, the entire world, than it is right now. And I know some of you would blame Trump for that solely, and he's got something to do with it. But the reaction to him and everybody picking sides and everybody so polarized this country and just the attitude that every day we've got to get somebody, we've got to ruin lives. Just, I don't like it. Just don't. By the way, former pit player Lewis Riddick, you see him on ESPN. You're hearing his name mentioned for the Giants job too. He's done pretty good uh, on ESPN. He was the director of player personnel for the Redskins and Eagles. Excuse me, Washington and Philadelphia. I hate to say that team name. And also was a serious candidate for the Niners job last year prior to John Lynch getting that. Okay, now it's time to Ask Mark Anything. Very exciting part of the show. You know, Sunday night, I got a I got a decision to make. I have a ticket, one ticket. Somebody got it for me. Second row at that uh, casino in Cleveland, uh, the Roxino in Northfield, Jason Bonham. Led Zeppelin experience. But that'll mean I'll have to come home and watch the game on replay late so I can talk about it Monday. I hate to blow off Jason Bonham, but I'm going to see him four times this summer on that Foreigner White Snake tour. Then again, you know, the ticket, you know, somebody got it for me, but I paid for it. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do there. I, I feel like, you know, I don't mean to sound macabre or, you know, depressing. I'm so tired all the time and just so repulsed by the way the country is right now, the way the world is. If I don't wake up tomorrow, it might be okay. I'm not going to, you know, off myself. I would never do that. And I don't say that as a joke at all because that August Ames thing, the, the, the porn girl who was being bullied on Twitter and killed herself because of it, that's just so terrible. You know, social media hurts more than helps. I don't know if all of you figured that out yet. It took me a long time to figure it out. Social media hurts a lot more than it helps. Anyway, ask Mark anything, 412-333-WXDX. This is Ryan Reeves of the Pittsburgh Penguins. You're listening to Mark Madden and the best hockey talk on 105.9 The X. Time not to ask Mark anything. We've got plenty of time for it. My God, 412-333-WXDX. Ask Mark anything brought to you by Chapino Restaurant Cigar Bar. It's the city's best seafood and chop house, and it's located in the Strip. You got a busy signal now. Get in line. We should get to like 10 or 15 calls. My God. What did I do? Did I screw up the cock? I get out of a segment too early? Why do I have a nine-minute long Ask Mark Anything? Let's go to Mark and Belvern and Mark. Ask Mark Anything. Hey, Mark. Uh, my son and I love to fish, and we were wondering, what's the biggest fish you ever caught? I went fishing some when I was in grade school. Uh, but as a kid who grew up without a father, my mother wasn't very fond of taking me to do it. Uh, I, I went to North Park Lake a few times. I went with friends. I went, you know, she did take me. I caught, like, you know, little bluegills, crappy stuff like that. I never caught a big fish. Why? What's the biggest one you ever caught? Uh, 40 pound flathead is my best. And my son's is a 25 inch tiger trout. And a 40-inch muskie. What's a flathead? It's a catfish. Oh, my God. That must have been gross. No, it's not gross. I actually caught him on a spinner. 
Now, did you did you did you throw them back, or what you do with them? Yeah, I threw them back. Do you throw everything back? Almost everything. What do you keep, and what do you do with it? The catfish was at a pay lake. We fish for money. Try to win money. Now that's weird. See you later. Fishing for money? I mean, I get it. I just... To me, fishing is like a relaxation tool and to, to get, like... I don't know, the trophy thing I get and to get fish to eat. You know, I think the best fisherman ever was. I read this in his book. Kenny Stabler from the Oakland Raiders, the old quarterback. He grew up broke as a joke down the Redneck Riviera, you know, in Florida. So he would get in a boat with a car battery, cables, and a wire mattress frame. And he would lower the mattress frame into the water, hook to the battery, turn on the battery, and the fish would float up to the top stunt. He'd scoop them up, take them home, and eat them. Let's go to Scott in the car. Scott, ask Mark anything. Mark. Scott. Hey, what was the best TV uh, comedy show? Monty Python's Flying Circus or the Benny Hill Show? Well, comparing the two, Monty Python. Although Monty Python was very hit or miss. There was stuff on Monty Python I would see, and I know the English sense of humor is different, but there's stuff I just wouldn't get. But I thought Monty Python did some stuff that I still can quote lines from to this day, like the dead parrot sketch. I remember that. That was good. <laughs> one, of my, one of my favorite was the guy uh, walked into a door that said complaints. And he goes, I want to complain. He goes, you want to complain? Look at these shoes. I just bought them. Like, whatever door he walked into, they weren't receiving them. They were giving them. Uh, Let's go to Elliot Monroeville. Elliot, ask Mark anything. I'm calling. Okay, go ahead. I have an idea. So if these guys keep getting hurt playing football because they're bigger and faster than they used to be, why don't we put weight classes into different positions and lower the impact a little bit? Yeah, they're not going to do that. Uh, you know, you can't just go by weight and size. You have to go by speed, too. You need a certain amount of speed to play certain positions. The, the suggestion I made, see what you think of this. I haven't made it in a while. You should only be allowed to play uh, 10 years in the league or until you're 30, one or the other. I think you can make enough money to live the rest of your life off that. If you last 10 years in the league, by the time you're at the end of that, you're making a lot of money. That's correct. Let's go to um, Trenton in the car. Trenton, you're on with Mark. Ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. Um, one question. Can, if you would have any cereal for the rest of your life, what would it be? What would yours be? Uh, mine would be probably Fruit Loose. Oh, good. You're having something with sugar. I like it. You kids should have sugar as much as possible. Mine would be, I'm old though, Trenton. Mine right now would be Raisin Bran. Okay. I like Raisin Bran though. But that's like it's an old man cereal. When I was a kid, I liked, uh, well, Rice Krispies are relatively healthy, but I liked them. Once I put about nine packets of sugar in them. Uh, Fruit Loops was a big thing. Lucky Charms, you ever tried those? Uh, Yeah, I, I have. Try those. They're magically, get those. They're magically delicious, Trenton. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Cricket in the car. Cricket, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, what's your favorite conspiracy theory? Uh, Area 51. That's what it's called, right? 
I believe so. The aliens and the uh, UFOs. The UFOs crashed at Roswell, New Mexico, and they took the wreckage and the bodies to Area 51. That's my favorite conspiracy theory because it just doesn't go away. I mean, they made one of the highest grossing movies in recent memory based on the idea of Area 51, namely Independence Day. What's your favorite conspiracy theory? I got to go with chemtrails. What? Chemtrails. What the hell is that? I don't even know what that is. Trails that are left in the sky by planes has an impact on the population. How so? Well, not certain, but cancerous. Look at the population of Pittsburgh, for example. What's that have to do with the plane uh, leaving a trail in the sky? Have you ever seen the trails uh, in the sky, Mark? Okay, i got to let you go. I, I think I think you've executed a conspiracy to ruin the show. Let's go to Elliot on I-80. Elliot, ask Mark anything. Hi, Mark. Um, my question for you is, what is your solution to such a polarized society like you brushed on earlier? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better, too. What's your solution? Um, I don't really have one. I just social media and everything else that kind of tires you out. Well, you see, with my job, I almost have to be on social media, correct? That is correct. So my only option is to retire. And let me tell you something. The way the world is now, I'm a lot closer to retiring than I ever thought I would be. Not today or tomorrow, but I used to think I would work till I die. Like after the last, after events of the last like year or so, I don't know about that anymore. I, I mean, I like to be known. I like to be in the public eye. But boy, that can turn on you in a blink, can it? I'm sure it can. Oh, obviously it can. Look around. Let's go to Delta in the ditch. Don't be in the ditch, Delta. Ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, do you think that Jim Rutherford is going to be able to make a trade? How many teams out there are going to want to act as a blocker to the three-piece? Oh, I don't think that enters into it at all. Uh, I, I think, think that if sellers it, will be sellers no matter what? Yes, I think a team will make a deal that benefits itself no matter how it affects the Penguins or whoever. Well, can we say I, that no, no, I, I think no, I, Metro? I, I could go further than that. I don't think a legitimate Stanley Cup contender in the East will make a trade with the Penguins. Case in point. I think there's a deal to be done for the Penguins to rent Tyler Bozak from Toronto. Tyler Bozak being in the last year of his contract and having been a pretty good center for Phil Kessel in in uh, Toronto when Phil was there. I think the you know for a rental, I think the Penguins will give pretty good return for him. I've been told Toronto will not make that deal. Period. That they will not give Tyler Bozak to Pittsburgh because they anticipate perhaps having to meet Pittsburgh in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Let's go to. Uh, Matt in North Hills. Matt, ask Mark anything. Okay, so two two things. One, uh, commenting about the, uh, I wouldn't say idiot about the chemtrails, but he was talking about how, like, the jet streams uh, in the sky that you see from planes, uh, he's saying that there are chemicals that are released from them that fall down upon the, uh, the population that either sterilize or, uh, you know, mess up uh, people in general. Oh, okay, that I get. So, And that's not intentionally or coincidentally? Uh, probably both. Well, it can only be one or the other, trust me. Well, I guess conspiracy theory-wise, I guess incidentally. 
No, that would be conspiracy theory wise. Would be on intentionally. Well, yeah, intentionally then. You so. know what? You know what's weird. One time I saw a wheel in the sky that was turning, and then I didn't know where I would be tomorrow. It was it was very odd. Uh, let's go to uh, Kim at home. Kim, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, how are you? Great. great. I was. Um, man, you took a photo down can Cal Canteen, so I wanted to ask you. Do you know when the next time you will be? Oh, Cal's Canteen in McKeesport for Penguins viewing party, right? Yes. Uh, I would love to go there anytime they want me. Hopefully they'll have me back uh, for the second half of the season. My okay. next appearance is January 2nd Okay. at the Double L Bar in Millville. That's a little away from where you are, I'm thinking, but it's real close to where I live, so I can't wait to be at the Double L Bar in Millville. 